0: gents and welcome to episode number sixty nine. I wanted to say that the entire time when I wrote this down earlier of the KDH podcast, episode number seven of Level Up by KDH. I'm sat here with Ailey behind me right now, and I've just been saying to her, do not let any sound come through your phone. To be honest, you know me in the podcast, I don't really care. About I like them being authentic. I like mistakes. I like mixing up my words and all that as well. That's what makes them so raw. That's what makes people love them as well. So today, this episode, guys, what's weird as well is I'm not standing up. There's nowhere for me to stand up in here. I always deliver these podcasts stood up so that I can really get the energy flowing as well. So I'm sat down, hunched over my laptop. I sound like I'm living in downtown Baghdad or something. That I'm in a beautiful apartment, right? It's really, really good that there's just nowhere to stand up. But guys, today's podcast three reasons that you're not losing fat. So, look, this is a play on words. There is probably a million and one reasons why someone's probably not losing fat, but I'm going to tell you my three biggest points, and as always, guys, you know why I'm writing this stuff. It's to draw you in. It's to grab your attention. Just that like if you follow my content, that first line is the most important line to grab your attention. We live in a world now where we've all got a fucking attention deficit. We've got attention spans as much as a fucking goldfish. So that first line is so important. So before we get into it as well, guys, as always, please, 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 tag me share this to your stories subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications for it as well and you know what if you take something away from this today and you feel like it will benefit someone else honestly i know i say it every single time but please send this to someone else so that they can take value and it can help them progress and change their body shape and performance mindset and lifestyle because that's what i'm on a mission to do with project level up and giving you guys level up by kdh so i'm going to go into it um and then basically go over the three points and then essentially like how you can improve and overcome them. So I've, I've wrote down the three different points here. So what I commonly see when people are struggling to lose fat, they're not losing fat, that still mate, they've had a plateau, they can't do it. So firstly, I want to be clear, guys, there is only one way that you can elicit fat loss. It's being in an energy deficit. Like if you're not in an energy deficit, you're not... Like you're not going to like you're not going to not lose fat, if that makes sense. So you need to be in a calorie deficit. We know it's so much more simple. It's, it's so much more complex than that because we have to take into consideration lifestyle, mindset, who we surround ourselves with. It's I mean, inf- like education, all these different things into it as well. Because It's all well just me shouting at someone, getting a calorie deficit. That's what you need to do. However, at the same time, we need to take into lifestyle into consideration. So guys, I want you to understand, I'm not saying there's only three different ways that you can lose fat. I'm essentially going over my three different sort of lifestyle points and mindset points that I think that I typically see with the type of people that I work with. And I know that for any of you listening to this, um, I work with a lot of people that are driven, ambitious, that they demand more for themselves, that aren't happy, settling for mediocrity. And essentially for that reason, these are the, the sort of three biggest things that I see. So number one overtraining and just essentially doing way too much. Um, I've put down essentially just diluting what you're doing. So where would I commonly see this? I see this with people that are like, they just essentially quantify their worth on how much they do. They're not maybe working towards anything specifically and they're not really training progressively. They're just exercising. They're maybe smashing an absolute abundance of workouts they are fucking just doing way more than what need to. And it's it's quite dangerous as well being in this position. Not dangerous like jeopardizing your life, but dangerous as well because it's it creates a lot of frustration. It creates a lot of pain. It creates a lot of overwhelm and a lot of like disheartening as well because you're actually like, what's the point of me doing this? I'm doing all this work and there's people are actually doing less than me and they're getting more yield from it. And when it comes to fat loss, the reason why I spoke about this, I want you to imagine, guys, right? Imagine you've got a big switchboard in front of you right now we like like 100 switches on. I've been using this example quite a lot recently. You've got stress management, recovery, hydration, nutrition, nourishment, um, do you know what I mean, progressive overload. Imagine every single part of the, the, not just the one hour on the gym, but the other 23 hours as well. Sleep, planning, organization, structure, mindset, right? And imagine these switches all go 1 to 10, right? Now, you need to understand if you're pushing incredibly hard in your training, right, and you are you're like these numbers only go up to tens, by the way. See so if you're trying to push up to a fucking 20. Guess what happens? The other switches are going to be all over the shop. And see if you're someone that lacks consistency, that doesn't really have a lot of self-awareness, that is maybe someone that's quite new to the game as well. Maybe you're you're maybe you've been out of it for a while, maybe you've been back into it, and then you just try to push really hard. What that ends up doing is jeopardizing other areas. You end up more fatigued. You end up not at peak performance. You end up not being able to do the best that you can do whilst you're in the gym. You end up with more of an appetite. Craving foods that you you shouldn't really be craving as well. Sugary foods to give you energy. You're dependent on other things like caffeine. That caffeine dependency is then impacting the quality of your sleep. In turn, your recovery is not going to be optimal as well. And what ends up happening is people think that they're doing the right thing by doing a tremendous amount of training, but the reality is because they don't have consistency across that big switchboard is what I was saying, and they're pushing tremendously hard, all the other switches just get diluted. And then what happens in turn is that they end up just saying like, I'm doing this, this, this. And this is messages that I'll typically get as a coach. And a lot of us coaches will get someone just goes, I'm doing this, 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 and I'm not losing fat, right? There's so many things wrong with that statement is you don't know anything about that person. So you can't comment and actually trying to answer that question would probably be more dangerous than not answering it, right? Actually saying, well, maybe tweak your calories because you're then building up. sort of illusion in that person's mind that they need to do something but the reality is they just need to be more consistent pull it back a wee bit and dial it back as well but again there's so many things wrong with that so overtraining doing too much essentially diluting what you're doing and so i hope that that makes that a bit clear there number two burning the candle at both ends essentially inconsistent you're just being inconsistent and i see that's quite a lot people working like fucking warriors monday to friday then Saturday, Sunday at the weekend, they essentially go into this sort of tell themselves this story that it's the weekend. And as a result of that, they're in this sort of place where the body composition never really changes. They've always got this unwanted fat. Their the energy is not amazing. And it's basically because in, and we see this quite a lot. And a lot of people will be able to listen to this right now. Maybe you're one of these people. Maybe you know a friend that does it. Like I remember when I was in the RAF, there was this guy that I worked with that was a fucking Man and he he was overweight and he carried a lot of body fat and I always couldn't get my head around it but again it was that sort of mentality of like he was just like like he had this sort of all or nothing mindset but he would just yo-yo back and forward hopefully he doesn't listen to this but yeah I always remember that and I just couldn't get my head around why he was overweight because I was like you're a fucking Man. what the hell is going on um but yeah just shows you that it it doesn't matter you can do all the exercise ever but if you're lifestyle and if you're almost like yo-yoing and you kind of don't have these boundary standards in place and you have that sort of sabotaging mindset essentially it's just going to bring the inconsistency and you need to look at consistency across the board as well and <clears throat> this is something that takes time to do and we're going to come on to that as well and how we can actually improve it but you need to understand that like for most people like you know you know the saying you can't out train a bad diet right I, see for someone like myself you can right you, you can i'm not saying that i would encourage it like i've been in spain now for over two weeks I've ate out quite a lot, Uh, I wouldn't say that the food's been 100% nourishing, um, it certainly hasn't, it's been a bit far from that sometimes, however, because we have consistently moved, because I haven't missed a training session, I've deluded my running a wee bit because my body's been a bit bad, but I've still, literally, I've not missed a training session for what I'm doing, right, Um, and I have a level of self-awareness that allows me to know that when I've eaten too much, I'm going to pull back a wee bit as well, right, Therefore, I can. I'm someone that could literally train a bad diet because I have the self-awareness, I have the movement, I have the habits, I have the standards. Now, probably 99% of the population, could they do that? No, no, they couldn't. So because they don't have that level of awareness around what they're doing, they don't have the ability to pull back and push and know when to push and pull and know where those sort of points are. Whereas in my mind, in someone that's in that put in that place where they have that level of self-awareness is they, they're able to actually navigate that. That takes time to overcome as well. So you need to understand that like, you can literally be like a, a warrior during the week, but if your weekends don't really match your habits, and I'm not saying you need to get up and do a three-hour habit stack first thing in the morning. No, you don't. You just need to have certain certain things that you do and live by, a narrative, a story, standards that you live by, as I'm always talking about, standards, personal boundaries, all these good things and non-negotiables. And if you do that, you're the average of what you do most. Whereas yeah that the average of what you do most and if you're all or nothing and you drop everything at the weekend then your average is going to be pretty shit isn't it because the weekend actually accumulates for over 50 percent of the average person's consumption of calories for the week and if you drop all your guards there as well like when it comes to fat loss when it comes to managing your body composition it can be hugely detrimental but at the same time you you guys are seeing me on instagram right now obviously if you're listening to this if you're listening to it back, I'm probably not in Spain right now, but at the time I was in Spain, you'll see me living life to my highest values, going out, eating, having a drink and stuff like that. But I've also got these these psychological limitations in my mind. I know where those boundaries are at. It can 100% be done. Um, so yeah, and you need to understand as well, when it comes to lifestyle, I always say to folk like, Folk don't like the word change, and I've spoken to this in a podcast before, and when it comes to, like, obviously changing, folk are like, I like what I'm doing right now, I don't want to change, and you're like, but the reality is, your lifestyle isn't serving you, because you're maybe significantly overweight, your energy's through the fucking floor, you need to understand that what you're doing isn't actually serving you, it's probably going to put you into an early grave, it's probably going to make you live a more unfulfilled, unhappier lifestyle, right? Just because you get short-term gratification from the things you do and you get that wee dopamine hit when you do it doesn't mean it's actually serving you long-term. You need to understand that as well. And then lastly, I've mentioned it already, you lack self-awareness emotionally, physically, personally, professionally. You lack self-awareness, right? Self-awareness isn't something that you can buy, isn't something that I can give you. It's something that you need to build yourself, right? Right. And as I've mentioned already, I've touched base on it. If you don't have any self-awareness around the nutrition, movement, your body composition, your energy management, you're going to need to work on it. And that's the bit that folk overlook when it comes to working with a coach is they just assume that that self-awareness is going to be there. Self-awareness is you don't need a coach to get it. You get it through constantly reflecting, assessing, committing to change, and actually trying to push and develop yourself. That's how you get it. It isn't something that just happens. You don't get it from not doing anything. You get it from taking action, making mistakes and learning. That is what's known as self-awareness. And that's what I'm trying to teach people in my program, Project Level Up. What I'm trying to teach you guys is how to increase a level of self-awareness. And we're going to come on to that as well. But that is just that, like a lot of people really lack nutritional self-awareness and that's why they're not losing fat. They just don't have any understanding that they'll go out. Like again, like folk will like say for, uh, there's a cafe and them that I love going to called Grow. I go to there frequently, right? H- however, there's people that will also go to there frequently, but they won't have the same level of n- nutritional self-awareness. And they will be like, how can you go to Grow and still be in shape? But when certain people go to these things, they almost let like go of every inhibition. And it's just like, well, I'm out for food. Therefore, I need to eat as much as I possibly can. Pancakes, hot chocolate, cake, boom. Whereas I would go and do this. And if I was going out there maybe three times in one week, because I love going out for food, it's one of my highest values, going out and scanning good food. I wouldn't be doing that. I wouldn't be doing that anyway. It's, it's not serving me. I would walk out of that restaurant and feel like a bag of dicks. Yeah, I like pancakes. Yeah, like I, to be honest, I'm not that into hot chocolate. I like a cake, but I wouldn't whammy all three at the same time because I know that it's fucking 12 o'clock on a Monday. That's just ridiculous. That's going to skyrocket my calories, put my energy through the floor and probably give me about fucking five minutes of gratification, right? Because I'm just emotionally eating, right? But that's the difference. And I know that and people don't know that, but they think that they that's what's actually serving them. So you need to understand. And understand, guys, I am not saying that any foods are good or bad. I am just saying it's like an investment scheme, right? <clears throat> food is either nourishing or not nourishing, higher in calories or not higher in calories, healthier or unhealthier, um, h- higher in uh, vitamins, lower in vitamins, higher in minerals, lower in minerals. Do you know what I mean? It's Foods aren't good or bad. There is just foods that have different values of different things. You can have a food that's incredibly nourishing, healthy, hits every single marker. Me and Ailey have been saying that quite a lot. We in a Moroccan restaurant the other night. And the meal that we had was incredibly nourishing. We had like baba ganoush, this like um, tzatziki, all these like uh, hummus, dip, hundreds of different sources of foods, which are incredibly healthy because we're eating loads of different veg. Then we had like uh, a Moroccan uh, stew, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but basically it was incredible but it was high in fucking calories, right? It was a high calorie meal, but even though it was incredibly nourishing, and but we were actually saying like, oh, we're just so grateful for the nourishment because it's such a good tasty meal. But people don't have that level of self-awareness that they would just go good, bad, right, wrong. And it's not a case of that. You need to build up nutritional self-awareness. And if you don't have that, that is most likely as to why you're not changing. So I'm going to come on to it. How can we improve these? And I'm going to add one more thing in. See going to fucking slimming world repeatedly for years and years and years. Any slimming club, weight watchers, it's not doing anything for your nutritional self-awareness. All it's doing is probably damaging it, to be honest, because it's just so surface level. And it's making you think that that is it. You need to actually dive deeper. You need to actually learn. You need to actually be consistent. You need to yield some kind of result, make mistakes and be consistent with it to actually gain it. Whereas dipping your toe in the water, Every three months, because you've, you feel that like you need to lose weight and go on a diet, isn't actually doing anything for your n- nutritional self-awareness. If anything, it's making it worse. There you go. Boom. It <laughs> might drop moment. So coming on to it. So how can we improve and overcome these? Number one, overtraining. Number two, burning the candle at both ends, being inconsistent due to weekend lifestyle. And then number three, lacking self-awareness. I'll start off with number one, then go into there. So number one, what can we do to improve, obviously, um, diluting our results are doing way too much? do less and i know it's as simple as that but like you need to get clear on what it is like see if you're like i say this see if you're that fucking serious about the gym and you're there seven eight nine hours a week over training go and go and invest in a coach man like see if you're committing that much of your life and you're trying to consciously like it's on if you're in the gym that much right there's something about that that wants that you want to like that that's a, it's a high value like health and fitness is a high value to yours to yourself, right? Invest in it. Go and get a coach and they will show you what to do. Like you can go and hire a coach now. Like you could come and work with myself. I could fucking train you to the point that you could do an Ironman. You could literally run up mountains. You could get in the fucking shape of your life. You could have a level of self-awareness that will completely change the quality of your life. But it's that stubbornness that can hold people back. And I know that it's an investment and stuff like as well. but what I'm saying is if you're that fucking serious, to go and seek out a coach, go and source out something that's going to benefit because ultimately you're at a point right now where you've reached a glass ceiling and in order to actually get where you want to be, you need to, number one, get clear on what that is. Number two, actually become educated on it as well. And there's loads of other things that you can do as well, but I'd highly suggest getting a, just getting a coach. Um, and I think that's the simplest answer for that. If someone's at a point where they are just doing so, 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 so much, but they don't actually know where they're going, then it's just a no-brainer to me, in my eyes anyway. Like, that's what I would say. Number two, um, burning the candle at both ends, being consistent and inconsistent the weekends and letting your lifestyle get in the way of your, your fat loss as well. Um, essentially, what I would suggest you to do is understand that um, when it comes to this, like, if you're being inconsistent the weekend, you need some kind of standard in place. You need to have things that at the weekend. And you need to be realistic. You're not going to deviate and do, like, a crazy amount of stuff at the weekend get up as I joked about and said like have a three-hour habit stack on a Saturday morning and do you know what I mean getting up at 5 30 when you don't need to be getting up at that time you don't need to be doing all that but some kind of framework that's going to allow you to have some kind of consistency and something I've been talking to my clients about recently as well is number one communication having like some form of form of communication like a lot of people struggle with right and this is the biggest one that I see people It comes to the weekend and it's socializing, it's being around other people, it's doing the things. Maybe they've been invited to go a weekend away with their friends or something. And it's like, oh no, what am I going to do? Oh fuck, I'll just need to, I'll just need to fuck it this weekend because I'm going away. No, you don't. Like, if you're going away with your partner or something, you're going away with your friend or something, have the conversation and go, look, we're going to be going out and drinking all this weekend, we're going to be eating lots of fucking calorie-dense foods and stuff like that as well. Do you want to make a conscious effort of just maybe just having two meals instead of three meals? Do you want to make a conscious effort effort on Saturday morning, no matter how I feel, and we'll get out and we'll just smash out a big fucking walk? Do you know what I mean? And if you can have this state of mind and level of communication, I am telling you right now, it's these small changes. And guess what happens, guys? See, as you build on that, you become more fucking self-aware and you're able to understand where that bottom end and top end actually is. Whereas if you're always just like, oh, it's the weekend, oh, just drop standards, let it go. You're never going to learn and you're never actually going to, you're never going to get anything out, take anything from it. And this is a saying I've been saying a lot recently is don't let perfect get in the way of being good, right? Because if you do, guess what happens? You become inconsistent. When you become inconsistent, you don't learn. learn. And I would rather one of my clients showed up consistently average rather than inconsistently perfect because they're going to learn more from being consistently average. And then lastly, guys, um, to get more self-awareness, obviously, to help you get to a point where you can actually manage your body composition and you're not going to be stuck in that place where you can't get rid of that unwanted body fat, is you're going to have to just, as I said, mentioned already, become relentlessly consistent, right? And as consistent as you can be, but start actually reflecting, right? Start actually planning. A quote that I read last, this week was, I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was show me your plan and I'll tell you, I'll tell you your goals, right? And this is something I actually mentioned on Tuesday's training with my, my team. If you are not planning and reflecting, someone else or something else will for you, right? And see when it comes to your results and getting into the shape of your life and getting rid of that fucking body fat that you can't stand in your body, right? Would you want someone else deciding that? Would you want something else dictating that? No, 100%. And that is the biggest thing. Like If you are not planning, if you are not reflecting, you're going to be in a position where you're always going to be controlled by something or someone else. So what I would suggest is having a framework in place every single week. And what I recommended to the guys and inside my program as well, Google Calendar, set a reminder every single day for a five-minute journal in the morning. You get a notification on your phone. That literally could be a plan for the day and one question to ask yourself, writing down three things that you're grateful for. And what you'll find is the compound effect of doing this not just one day, right? But for 365 days, it's going to be make you a hell of a lot more potent after it. After the 365 days, it's going to increase your level of self awareness, which is going to give you more autonomy over your body and your mind. Or you can just fucking ignore what I'm saying, continue doing what's not working right now, stay the same. So that's your options there. So guys, hope that helped. Hope it was a good podcast. I think that was uh, a lot. There was a lot of gold in there, guys. So. Um, three things um, that people might be doing that are obviously going to be holding them back from getting rid of that unwanted body fat and then three action steps that you can take off the back end of it. But guys, hope you enjoyed the podcast. As always, please, please, please tag me, screenshot it, put it on your stories, whatever, subscribe to it. And if you've really, really loved this podcast today and you want someone else to uh, really benefit from it as well, send it to them and then please share the message, spread the word because that's what we want. And if you're really fucking interested in joining Project Level Up, literally send me a message or hit the link in my bio. Let's get working together. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Let's change your life across body, mind, and life. All right, guys. Anyway, catch you in a bit. Have a phenomenal day. See you later. Goodbye.